Yo, what's going on, everybody? Full Core Press is in the building. It's me, Pierre. My man Matt is back from vacation. Matt, what is going on? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Loved, loved the Florida hangouts. Went to Disney World, and then we snuck over to Miami and went to a Heat game. That was a good game. That Heat versus Trailblazers game last Friday, um, where CJ McCollum just went off in the first half. Yeah, but you also said Tyler Hero needed to go off, and he did. He proved me wrong. He he had a great game that game. Yep, yep. Tyler Hero. Um, it was fun. It was a is a great uh arena to go to. How were the protocols there? Like, was it? Oh man, the protocols were crazy. Uh, protocols were absolutely crazy. Um, no food, drink, wow. water inside. That is crazy. Like, man. Even though you are multiple rows spread out from people, right? Like, I was not near anybody the entire time except for my wife. Um, because people were spread out by like three rows from each other, and then nobody else is in your row. Um, wow but you still couldn't even have a bottle of water. Whoa. You couldn't buy nothing nothing there, like nothing to drink at all? You couldn't buy anything? Wow. Nope. Except for outside you could. could, They had a special place outside where you can go and buy like snacks, food, or drink, but you had to eat it and drink it outside at your little area, and then you can go back inside. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, I'm used to seeing nachos, popcorn, and sodas at games, yeah. so it's kind of crazy. I just thought it would make sense that I'm at my seat, nobody is near me at all. Right, right. I can have a drink of water, but nope. So I just followed the protocols, watched a great game, um, and then, yeah, then we left. It was it was fun, though. That's that's good, man. I think, Glad you I think Miami Heat has the greatest merch out of MB- anybody in sports. Like, you walk into their team store, it's incredible the different merch they have, the color schemes, the graphics. I think they have the best out of any sports team. Miami normally, they typically do a great job when it comes to uniforms. Like, the the city jerseys that they've been having, when they were, even when they were just a vice color, like, along up to now, how it's the, uh, I, I want to say it's teal green and pink. It's just, yeah, it's it's top notch. Okay. Riley is Riley isn't with us today. He's working. I know he uh he's making all that money so he can buy Dodger jerseys. Yeah. And uh Laker jerseys and Rockets yeah, jerseys I mean, I and, think he and was trying to go for that Kyle Lewis jersey. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. In the spirit of opening day, opening weekend, that's right. But Matt, man, what a weekend basketball. I mean, he wasn't here um to cover the trade deadline, but I mean we saw some crazy deals go down. Oh, you know how much I love the trades. I yeah, love my wife when we're on vacation. Had to be like, you got to get off your phone. I was like, hey, <laughs> trade deadline though. I'm like, uh, the in my head, I'm I'm like Woj. Um, but I just got everything from Woj. Um, <laughs> and so many fun trades though. Uh, obviously, as a Lakers fan, I was just disappointed that we would not part with uh, Horton Tucker. We did not make a trade for Kyle Lowry, which I was really hoping for to add Lowry and Drummond with LeBron and AD. I just thought that would have been the team that can win the chip this year, but we still have a chance. Oh, you guys definitely still have a chance. Um, it's just been an Andrew Riddle season, not just for my team, but just teams alone. Like, we thought COVID would be the reason why the NBA was, you know, shaking up, but it's been injuries. Like, LaMelo Ball went down. He was having a great season. LeBron 
has a great season every year, and he suffers a high ankle sprain. AD, just to name a few. So, I mean, but the Lakers are still in great position. You guys did go out and get Andre Drummond. Yep, yep, we did. And, and most people, right, they overreact, right? A player goes to a brand-new team. He has not played in at least 12 games, right? Um, yeah. Not in a good while. So his first game back, he plays 14 minutes, four points, two for six, one rebound, two assists, and people lose their mind. They're like, Drummond's awful. Drummond sucks. I'm like, it was one game. He hasn't played in like 15 games, brand new team, switched to, from the East Coast to the West Coast. Like, give the man some time to get used to it. Yeah, game show, conditioning, things like that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take Drummond maybe three games to get to it. But, I mean, when he's on, we already know with Drummond, you're getting 20 and 20. My only concern for you guys was, are you guys getting Andre Drummond, the the defensive player that we know he can be, or, you, or is it going to be the Drummond that wants to bring the ball up, shoot threes, dribble, things like that? If it's yeah, the defensive Drummond, then, yeah. I think we're getting the defensive Drummond, and here's why. We got LeBron. LeBron's the one who's going to have the ball. Drummond's not bringing the ball up the court. And if he does, he's getting benched by LeBron, <laughs> right? LeBron's <laughs> bringing the ball up the court. LeBron is is, is doing that handling. Drummond is going to be rebounds and putbacks in defense. Yeah. And while we're on the Lakers, Dennis Schroeder turned down a, what was a four-year, four $84 million contract. Yeah, like 84 or 86. I've been saying, though, someone's going to offer him four years, $100 million. I can see it. I don't know who, but I can see it. And oh, it sucks because, you yeah, know. I think the Chicago Bulls will. I think they're going to miss out on Lonzo Ball and overpay Schroeder. That's funny. I saw I saw um on Twitter that they said if they if they can't get Lonzo this summer, then Schroeder will be their second option. And he's yeah. not a bad player, but I just don't think he's worth $100 million. Yeah, I don't think he's worth that much, but you also have to look at the free agent market. There's not really going to be a big market of free agents. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some restricted. I think most will get matched because or sign and trade. Um, but there's not a huge free agent market out there. Schroeder is going to be a top three sought after free agent in the offseason. And so definitely I mean, money at him. And he's an all around boy. I mean, he's not bad defensively. He can create for himself and others. You know, he's a, a point guard any team would want. So, it, it, I mean, and this is just me being an NBA fan. It would suck for him to leave the Lakers because to me, I feel like the fit is great. But with Schroeder, he needs, you know, his team healthy to be himself. So, hopefully, well, I, you know, Brown, of course, will be healthy, AD as well. So, I, I'm sure it'll pan out. Hopefully, he ends up staying. If not, we just got to watch out because it's going to be a crazy overpay. But I have to get your thoughts on the Vucevic trade because you was not here. That trade and the Old Depot trade. I don't know which one you want to start with. Yeah, but let's start I need with your thoughts. Let's start with the Vucevic trade. Um, I thought it was a great move by by both teams. To be honest, I thought the Magic got a a good haul for Vucevic. Um, because they got those picks and they're lightly lightly protected. Um, and in that, I think this Bulls pick that's coming up is going to be a good pick. Because if you just saw yesterday, Zach Levine's out for the season. I saw it, but I don't know if it was April Fool's. But I think I, I you know, I know he's suffering from some type of ankle injury. 
But yeah, if he is, if he is out for the season, that Bulls pick is I think it's top four protected. I think that could be a five or six pick in the draft. Yeah, I think you know, just touching on what we you know based on last week, I do feel like the Bulls were the winner. I mean, you get Vosevich, you get Daniel Tice at the end of the day. So Levine has some help. You know, they keep their core basically with Kobe White. Patrick Williams is coming on strong. So I think yeah, if and, not this year, next year the Bulls should be, you know, in contention for a playoff spot. Ne- next year they'll be a playoff team for sure. And I, I think yeah. we'll see them make a, a big move in the offseason, whether that's Lonzo Ball or Schroeder or somebody at that point guard position. Um, but the Magic, yeah, they I, I thought they were going to maybe try and bring in a third team to move Otto Porter Jr. to or, or buy him out um, or something. But it looks like he's probably going to stay put. Um, with Orlando, yeah, but they got they got Wendell Carter Jr. and they got a couple picks. Um, right. you, you can't get mad about that. Wendell Carter Jr. I think is a good player. Yeah, he when he's healthy. And then when you look at Orlando, you got Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, like you said, Wendell Carter, Gary Harris, excuse me, R.J. Hampton. So you have a nice core to build around. You add in those draft picks. If they strike gold in the draft, you know Orlando. Very well could be on the way to getting back in the playoffs, whether it's next year or the year after. The right coach, though. I mean, do you feel like um, Steve Clifford is the man for the job, or do they need someone else? We saw the same thing in Atlanta with Lloyd Pierce, and he failed. Maybe Little takes over, and he's got them above float. So do you feel like the Magic need another coach, or Steve Clifford can get the job done? Yeah, I'm a big uh, business person, big leadership leadership guy. Um, I just actually applied for my a doctorate program in leadership. So I'm big and I love studying sports leadership. And I think whenever you change a culture, you need, you need somebody else to come in. Um, so I'm a fan of their cultures changing, right? Orlando for the last few years has kept Vucevic, has kept Aaron Gordon, um, Jonathan Isaac, and tried to be that team that sneaks into the playoff and see if they mm-hmm. get enough. Um, they completely are shifting cultures and they are becoming, they're rebuilding. They're going to have a different culture. They're going a different direction. They're like, we're going to, we're going to rebuild. We're going to build up through the draft and try and become a great team. Um, So I think they need to bring in a new coach. I think they just need to bring in a coach um, who, who was not here with the previous team and it's going to, they're going to start fresh. And I think you just start fresh the right way and just rehire. That could be a great, decision for them as well. Like you said, the culture is changing, and it's not a bad change. I mean, you know, sometimes a rebuild is needed, and we've seen Orlando typically kind of rebuild over the years, but not so much as a, like, hard... This right here, to me, is like a hard rebuild. It was soft for a while, because, I mean, Aaron, honestly, Aaron Gordon should have been moved two two years ago. Vucevic wanted to come back, but they should have moved him maybe two years ago as well. And so I now they get the reset. I was surprised what they got for Aaron Gordon. I thought they were going to get more. Yeah, I thought they needed one more. You know, they just got what uh, R.J. Hampton really and Gary RJ Harris. Man. Gary Harris probably is out in the offseason. I'm thinking he's got oh, yeah, one for more sure. contract, but he'll get traded. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the odd man out there because, I mean, they are guard heavy. Um, and I was, surprised with, they didn't trade, I was surprised they didn't trade Terrence Ross. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's such a good player. He would have been great on any contender right now. You know, he has oh, that yeah. six-man. I, thought, I thought maybe New York Knicks were going to go for him. 
Somebody should have went after him. I mean, it, it's crazy. And I, I was looking all on Twitter, and he was wondering, like, am I next to go? But he stayed put. But Matt, Miami, it finally happened. Victor Oladipo lands where he wants to be. There's a lot that can be said that hasn't been said that already probably has been said as well about what we got to return. What are your thoughts, man? Well, probably probably similar thoughts to you. What the heck did the Rockets get back for Victor Oladipo? Man, like they should have <laughs> kept Karis LeVert if that's what they were getting back. Oh, what what did they get? Kelly Olnick and Avery Bradley? Yeah, and Kelly Olnick, from based off, you know, the three games he's played already, he's, you know, he's doing what he needs to do. However, I'm trying to be team. optimistic, but they got no, Kelly I am. Avery Bradley. Yeah, former exactly. All-time. Exactly. And then the, the GM goal comes out and he says, oh, um, you know, I like the return, like the draft swap, the draft swap. And it's like, okay, you do realize that it's probably only 10 good players in this draft, right? Like, if that, so. I mean, it, 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 could, know, be, it could be decent. Um, people are like, yeah, there, there's only maybe 10 good players in this draft but we said that we said there wasn't very many good players in this draft right i was excited about this draft but i think this draft's been pretty solid with guys like halliburton and quickly outside of those top three um there's been some really good players and so i think there's i think there's going to be some really really good i think there's gonna be really good players in this next draft um so that swap could come in but again i thought man i thought at least you get duncan robinson in that deal, or you at least get like um, Kendrick Nunn or somebody like that in the deal. I, I really thought one of the three would have been Daryl Hero Nunn or uh, Robinson, but yeah, I, I knew they weren't getting Pat. Hero. I knew they weren't getting Hero. The the Heat weren't giving up Hero. Um, yeah. But I thought I thought at least you would get Duncan Robinson or Nunn. I'm like, man, Miami managed to keep Hero Robinson and Nunn while adding Oladipo. They get Bielinsa. If they can have a strong, because, you know, we're in April now, so if they have a strong April and May, you know, watch out in the playoffs. I mean, typically, they probably won't do much, you know, with the, the, the top three being Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. But, I mean, that four, five, four through basically ten, because, you know, it's the play-in. So, yeah, they, they didn't even give up a precious. Right. So, with, so they kept... <laughs> All their young players. Man, it's, yeah, so Miami is a team to watch out for. You know, it, it sounds premeditated right now, but if they can gel and get it all together, you know, watch out. And, you know, to Oladipo's credit, this is where he wanted to be. Like, he said it last season. The report came out where his sister said it. There was a report that he told Miami, uh, find a way to get me or something like that. But, I'm, I just appreciate that he came on to Houston. He wasn't a distraction. He he did his job. It just wasn't a fit. Like, there was times where I'm watching a game where him and John Wall necessarily didn't click. And it's not a, a verbal thing, but it was just on-court, like, play. Like, it just didn't fit. And I could just tell, like, okay, this this isn't going to go well. But yeah, Going back going back to the Harden trade, because I, I know you see it. Um, yeah. I know you see people saying they got nothing going back. What are your thoughts now? 
that you this is pretty much what you got for Harden as a Rockets fan. What are your thoughts? Well, the best part about it is that we, we have flexibility for the future, and that's not just with draft picks. That's just with money, too, because we cleared Oladipo's contract. The only big contracts we have is Gordon and John Wall, and, yeah, that's about it. Everything else comes off the books next year. So if I'm looking at, you know, free agency, there's not much out there. You know, we have Kevin Porter Jr., who's been playing phenomenal as of late. If, and I'm not saying this will happen, if we manage to move John Wall, that'll be more money cleared. I mean, that's if they want to just hand the keys to Kevin Porter Jr. You know, we have the money to bring in someone else, a third piece. You know, a veteran, you know, maybe a wing, I don't know, but. What, what Do you think Kyle Lowry comes back uh, and retires? No, I think, no, I think Lowry's. I think he's. I just think he's Philly now. I I don't know. I I think they that's what they're doing. Money to be able to bring him in though. Yeah, they do, and I think they. Will. I mean, Darren Murray's over there, so it'll it'll get him. I I know to, Toronto. He won't be back. He won't be back. That's for a fact. At least that's my opinion. Maybe Drogic comes back. <laughs> oh, somebody. That, I don't know. That, somebody that like that. Well, you're more used to doing unions. <laughs> A team that I was very uh, glad they did not make good moves at the draft or the trade deadline, excuse me, um, was the Boston Celtics. Oh, <laughs> as a Lakers fan, you love to see it. You love to see them fumble that trade exception um, just to get Fournier. Um, who this is? This is my problem with what they did. People think Fournier in Boston is going to be Fournier in Orlando. No, 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 no. Fournier in Orlando, just just go shoot it. Fournier in Boston, no, it's Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's team. You don't just get to go shoot it whenever you want. And he has to defend. He actually actually played this time. And and it's the same thing with, with Drummond. You know, he might need more games. Because, I mean, when you get traded to a new team, sometimes it takes a while to get acclimated with that team. But I, I do... I, I'm I'm like wow because I I really thought Boston would have made more moves, and when reports come out that they almost did this, they almost did that, they, you know, they could have did this, and this is not a shot at no Celtic fan at all. This is just pure basketball instinct in me. Danny Ainge is a great mind in basketball. You have a twenty plus million dollar TPE, and the only thing you were able to do with it was trade for Fournier. It's going to raise some questions going into the playoffs because yeah. people people love to look at the points, right? But it's just that's not he's not going to get the shot attempts he got in Orlando. I look back, I'm looking at some of uh, his last games in Orlando, right? Uh, March 18th against the Knicks, he had 23 points, which is great, but he had 21 shot attempts. He was nine for 21. Um, March 19th, 13 shot attempts. March 21st, 19 shot attempts. He, March 23rd, 18 shot attempts. He's not going to get those shot attempts with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum um, and Kemba Walker uh, and some of these guys. On paper, it makes sense, though, because when you think about scoring, it's like, oh, the Celtics got four guys now that they can light you up, you know, with the exception of Fournier, you know, being that fourth person. But I just feel like the bench, to me, the bench just, he could have improved the bench, going, you know, at the deadline. And I don't think he did. I mean, you give Robert Williams the keys, 
to the center position, which should have happened last year. You know, they bring in Tristan Thompson. I mean, I know he's out with COVID protocol right now, but I, you know, Robert Williams being the center makes sense. And I just felt like, like I said, the bench to me, if Boston, I'm not make the playoffs, but if they get put out, it would be because they have no when Jalen Brown is in foul trouble, Tatum or even Fournier, or if one of them is out with an injury, knock on wood, you know, who's going to carry the load? Yeah, and it, it hurts that they have some young, really good young guards too, like uh, Case and Edwards and and Langford and uh, well, Naismith is a small forward, um, Pritchard. Um, I would have loved some of those guys to get more minutes. I hope Fournier doesn't doesn't hurt their development. Yeah, so we got to keep our eyes peeled with that. But while we're on the topic of moves, the buyout market, we saw, other than Drummond, LaMarcus Aldridge was out there. There was reports he was going to Miami. It was a lock. It was a front runner. It was this. It was that. Turns out he goes to Brooklyn. Did he make the right decision? Well, of course he made the right decision because it puts them. He's the going to go win a championship. He's going to go yeah. win a championship. Um, I don't, I, I'm not one of these Laker fans that is scared. I think the Nets did a great, great job, right? You went out, you got James Harden. Um, mm-hmm. is playing incredible, by the way. Yeah, then you is. go, you get Blake Griffin. That doesn't hurt you. Uh, you go get LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, you've built a really, really good team. Um, and I still think there's more buyouts to happen, and I do believe the Nets have one more roster spot. They definitely have one more roster spot, and I can definitely see more buyout moves happening, whether it's this week or the next week. I think um, uh, keep your eyes on Corey Joseph. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Potentially get bought out, and I can see him joining the Nets. Yeah, I think when it comes to bigs, the Nets are done with bigs. They need a wing or a guard, you know, yeah, someone to spell Kyrie guard. He's that point guard. Um that you don't have Dinwiddie back. And I heard rumors Dinwiddie thinks he's coming back this year. I don't if know. If he can he come is. back, if he can come back, wow. But I I don't think he will. I've never seen anybody come back in the same season from a torn ACL. This is me. If he comes back, man. Um, or just, just ride out that injury, get healthy, and, and potentially win a championship this year. Yeah, I mean, they have to be the favorite, though. I mean, when you look at this roster, like you said, Kyrie, when he when he's playing, he's Kyrie. Durant, you know, they're basically just letting Durant rest right now, and they're not they they're showing that they haven't lost a step. You know, they may lose a game here and there, but they've been clicking. James Harden is probably having the best year in his career. You know, both yeah, Harden, individually Harden, and team. Harden, so he did hamstring injury. Yeah. Yep. And you like you add in Blake Griffin, who you know he's shown flashes of him old self. Aldridge, you know, back to the basket. Um, he can space the floor. He's a good rebounder. DeAndre Jordan, you still got Joe Harris, so they're in good shape. But like you said, it's, it's going to take you know a lot. I think East wise, they they'll come out the West. I still think it'll be the Lakers. I don't see no other team out West. Maybe the Clippers, but Phoenix, no. I mean, keep your eyes on the Nuggets, too, with that Aaron Gordon trade. Um, We'll see. I still think it's going to be an L.A. team taking the West. 
Um, but I got to give respect to the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. Um, I think those four, um, that's going to be some fun basketball to watch. Yeah, Denver, Denver did a good job. Best part is now they have Millsap off the bench, and it's like, yes, finally. Yeah, I, I just really hope for Denver that they play Bull Bull more. I just think, man, this guy is missing out on some key developmental time at the NBA level because the way he is built and with his skills, my goodness, can be a huge problem for the league. Yeah, you can. And maybe, you know, as we get closer toward the end of the season, if Denver likes where they are seeding-wise, we might see some Bobo. Or they may be saving them for the playoffs. Who knows? I mean, because seeding one through through five in in the West doesn't matter because any of those teams could be any any other team. I do think once Braun and AD get back, the Lakers are either going to two, two through four. I know they're like fourth right now. I can see Phoenix sliding. Utah may stand pat. The Clippers may stand pat. But that one through five is, is going to maybe two through five a change. But, yeah. Yeah, and there's some teams that, that I'm really excited for this play-in. Um, because the, that back half with uh, with Dallas and San Antonio at the seven and eight, um, but Golden State, Memphis, and Sacramento are all like two or three games within that eight spot, uh, and even New Orleans is peeking in there. Yeah, New, Zion is he's starting to come around, man. He's having these four, thirty-five plus point games, and I'm like, okay. Ingram is gelling. The only thing I don't like about New Orleans is Eric Bledsoe. I feel like he needs to be moved as soon as possible. I thought he was going to be moved to the deadline. I was shocked yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, I, I really, like, I, I'm like, okay, they're going to start these two together, him and Lonzo Ball, that is. And no, I if, if you move that on Lonzo Ball, you are going to be in a world of trouble because Bledsoe is just not what he was a couple years ago. You got Ingram, Zion, and Stephen Adams. Perfect. You're you're set. But you're, you're, you're backcourt. You got to figure that out. Yeah, and we'll, we'll really see that this offseason uh, to see if Lonzo Ball gets moved either in a sign-in trade or I don't think they just let him walk. I think, if anything, it's going to be a sign-in trade. Yeah, I mean, get something for him versus him walking when you it leaves you high and dry. Like, yeah, who I really like on New Orleans is uh, Kira Lewis Jr. Yeah, yeah, he'll probably be the future point guard there. I mean, he's, he, been he's playing some good basketball. And Alexander Walker as well. You know, he comes in, he fills his role. Josh Hart too. The best thing that they couldn't do was free JJ Reddick. <laughs> yeah, yep. And JJ uh, with Dallas, right? Got traded yeah. over to Dallas. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's great. Look at look at the JJ. That's you about to see it. <laughs> hey, hey, that's not bad. So, I was yeah, and they got um they still got their guy with a uh, Christoph Porzingis. Um, Dallas will sneak into that playoff spot and be an interesting team that can potentially upset one of those top top five. Yeah, man, and that's you you know in the playoffs it's it's um upset city. So you you may see. Um, 
a, um, a team higher up getting knocked out. I don't know what team it will be this year, but it it's possible. Speaking yeah. of upsets and teams getting knocked out, March Madness has been nothing short of excellent. I mean, everybody who probably played a bracket this year, I'm sure their bracket was busted. Um, you oh, probably yeah. had, I had Oklahoma State versus USC. Yeah, see, teams had you probably had Oklahoma State in the Final Four. You probably had Kansas. Uh, you probably had uh, who else was out there that went home early, early, early? I can't think right now, but I just know the brackets are busted. However, we saw some some solid matchups this past week. USC took on Gonzaga, and they just didn't have enough, man. Drew Timmy, Kispert, Jalen Suggs. I can't think of the other guy's name. It's like Ayaye or Ayaye. They just was too much for USC. And the man, only two Gonzaga players. They're a machine. They're a beast. Yeah. The only two players for USC that showed up was the Mobley brothers. Nobody else. Oh, and probably Peterson. But nobody else was around to do anything. And they, Well, they were around, but they didn't do anything. They just blew us out, and I'm just happy you USC made it to man. the elite. Jalen Suggs is good. Yeah, he is. He, he is. And it's great to see because the farther you go in the tournament, the better your draft stock is. So this yeah, is going to work out with him. Watch Jalen Sugg to potentially be um, – I wouldn't be shocked if the Rockets drafted him. Yeah, I don't – People are like, oh, Mobley, like, no. Evan Mobley and Christian Wood together, no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Um, I really I like um, Mobley with uh, – I like him if it, – it, we don't know the draft order, but what if right. Oklahoma City falls up, up there or trades up? He could be a great pick. Just story-wise, I love Cade Cunningham to OKC, so he's an Oklahoma right. boy. Just staying in Oklahoma I think would be great for that city. But, yeah, that, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm looking at the mock draft. Obviously, it's only going by record order right now. We don't know that. But Minnesota just playing awful and it's saying Cade Cunningham. To, I, I don't think that fits, though. I don't know what Minnesota needs to draft. They got every type of player. They do. But I've seen reports that they said Carl, uh, Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell will be on the move on the block next season. Anthony be. Edwards is the future of that team. Yeah, he's he's incredible. Anthony Edwards is, is so good. But yeah, March Madness, man. Um, in USC, they got some they got some good play. I'm a UCLA fan, so we're still in it. Um, so whenever USC loses, it's a good day for me. But uh, do you see that UCLA Michigan game? Man, 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 man. UCLA UCLA had a crazy path. Through this whole thing, they had to play. Um, was it Michigan State? They had to play Michigan State. They knocked them off. That was they went on. like, yeah, that was a great game. I was like, no, did you watch that game? It was not a great game. I love the results, but that Michigan UCLA game was not a great game. Yeah, and, and it wasn't, you know, because I expected Michigan to come out and do more. Is uh. I can't think of his first name, but Wagner. Yeah, is that Mo Wagner's made, brother? I want to say it is. I think it is because Mo Wagner played at Michigan as well. Yeah, I want to say it is. 
I think it's his brother. But he they just couldn't hit shots. They had three chances at the end of the game to win. And they just couldn't make their shots. Um, I don't know why they didn't go towards the basket. They kept shooting those threes. When they had seven seconds left, you're down two. Just go at the basket. You had the size. Yeah, man. And UCLA is just for, you know, Tiger Campbell, Johnny Juzang, uh, Jules Bernard, and I can't think of it. I think it's I, – I, I know his last name is like Riley or something. They were just working UC, uh, Michigan. And you, as a UCLA fan, you love to see it. Johnny Juzang, man, he played incredible basketball. Yeah, he did. And, but he's been having a great tournament all, all you know, together. And, and Tiger Campbell, he, he was yeah. – was man he's small compared to who was guarding him and he just had these layups where he was just driving to the basket and getting them up and it went in yeah he, he had a great bounce back game because the game before where um out they, where they took on alabama he did not have a, such a good game and this game right here like if you are a ucla fan like hey props to you you know do what you have to do gonzaga is gonna be tough but you guys knocked off Michigan, so it's possible. It's going to be tough, but hey, we we just need them to have a bad game. That's what the <laughs> tournament is. You're 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 going to play as hard as you can, and you just hope your opponent has an off game. Yeah, and on the other side, you got Houston taking on Baylor. Yeah, and... Baylor, I got. I think Baylor is going to win that one. Yeah, yeah. I think for Houston to win, Baylor have to have an off night. Houston has to be more perfect. Props to Kelvin Sampson, though, because ever since he took over at Houston, they've been they get better every year, and now they're in the Final Four. You know, I mean, you, you probably had Houston and Baylor in your Final Four, some people, and then you probably had Michigan and Gonzaga, but nobody probably had UCLA. Yeah, it's going to be a fun tournament to, to, to finish watching. And everybody, if you're a basketball fan, you just love that we got the March Madness tournament going on. Yeah, definitely, man. And while we're on just college basketball as a whole, the, the, the women's March Madness tournament has been living up to it as well. Paige has been getting buckets, man. She, oh, my God. You kind you kind just knows how to uh, recruit. I swear. They when do. it comes to the women, they, they just know. It's just they every year they just they find somebody and they just baby as well. Like they there's a lot the, the two schools, and I hate they had to play each other. So like in the elite eight because or final four, whichever one it was, that's typically a championship matchup. So whoever did that is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, what do we um which game is coming up? It's Stanford versus South Carolina and Yukon versus Arizona. Yes, Stanford and South Carolina is going to be great. That's going to be a a battle of the giants right there. Um I got Stanford pulling it out though. I'm going to go with South Carolina. I feel like Don Staley is the coach to beat. Like she's been doing it all year. Every you know, and I'm rooting for her. Future uh, former Houston Comet, um, you know. So I'm that's that's who I'm rooting for. I'm, I want UConn to win as well. So 
I'm thinking South Carolina, UConn, and then probably UConn will knock them off. Yeah, I got a. I think UConn will win the whole thing, but I got to I gotta cheer for Arizona. I know why. <laughs> got to cheer. Moved out here. That is uh, Arizona that's in Tucson. Um, but, yeah, it will be fun. It will be fun to watch. Um, I love that more people are starting to watch women basketball, um, especially especially in this college. Like, we, we got uh, Women March Madness on ESPN on a Friday night. That's That's pretty cool. Yes, we do, man. And I'm just happy that we got sports all together. We're getting baseball back. Rumor is it's going to be at full capacity. March Madness has been great. The NBA, despite the injuries and things like that, have been great. But before we talk about the final uh, college segment, I just need to get your thoughts real quick. We should have brought this up while we were on the buyout market, but I've been seeing it. Some GMs were complaining about the buyout market, how these teams are able to buy out a player and then play. Like, what are your thoughts on all this? Sorry, repeat that real quick. The, the report that was out where some rival GMs were complaining about the buyout system, how it's so easy for a player to get bought out and they can just land on a contender like so easily. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Man, that's just that's up to the team. The teams got the the rights to the player. They don't have to buy them out. They don't. Um, but they do. They choose to. They save some money by doing it. And um, I think everybody just wants something to complain about, and that's just rival GMs uh, complaining because they're not getting the players. Because if, yeah. if, that, if that player was bought out and they went to your team, you're not complaining. Yeah, I, I'm I... – it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't thing to me because I I get the aspect of it like, oh, you, you have a contract. You need to honor your contract. But a buyout doesn't hurt that team because they're getting out of a contract that they don't want to be in no more. Yeah, the, the whole thing about it being this person being able to choose where they want to go, that may, you know, raise a suspicion or you may feel a way about it, but just, I mean, well, no, it's different from being waived and being bought out. See, I was going to say, if you were bought out, then, you know, you're going to have to put a claim in. Just put a claim on it. I mean, you know, something like that. You don't have to buy out players, though. No one's forcing you to buy out players, and that actually happens. Uh, that happens at lots of jobs. Of course, it doesn't impact other, like, rivalries and, and, and stuff like that, but I mean, the teachers get bought out all the time of their contracts. If the school's losing money, they'll buy out teachers um, who've been there for a long time and send them to early retirement. I know it's not exactly the same thing, but people get bought out of contracts in jobs all the time. This is a job where a player's getting bought out of their contract um, to save the team money um, because a player doesn't want to be there anymore. And that's ultimately up to the team. It is, and... And, you know, I was going, you know, with these teams, just stop being so bad. <laughs> you know, Aldridge was different because he was there when he went to Spurs for quite a while. I believe he was, I believe they had what, two playoff appearances since um, Aldridge was there. Drummond, on the other hand, no. 
you know, that they we can clearly see that Jared Allen is the man that's gonna be in Cleveland. Blake Griffin as well, they they arched to a youth movement. If you can't trade a player, a Drummond, a Aldrich, a Blake, because of their contract, then what do you want them to do? They they have no value. So of course they have to buy them out. Of course they want to get out of that contract. It, you know, it'll be different if they had this in, in the NFL, a buyout or, you know, baseball. Is, well, they do typically kind of have it in baseball. But can you imagine in the NFL if they had like a, a buyout or amnesty clause? It would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, but we got a great season up in postseason ahead. So I'm excited to see what happens in these playoffs. I well, I'm I'm just gonna be able to watch some playoffs because for the first time in like six, seven years the Rockets won't be there. So it's gonna be fun for me to be able to watch from an unbiased point of view. You know, I'll be able to just sit back and evaluate the both East and the West and have some fun with it. I see Joel and B is coming back and props to Philly. They they stayed above water with him gone. That's good for them. So March or April and May is going to be two crucial months for the NBA. We do know the the draft dates are set. Can you, like we're getting a draft in July? That's crazy. <laughs> it's typically in June, so they pushed it back a month. Yep, we will. We will definitely talk more about the draft as we start to see some of the draft order, and I'm I'm excited because we got some great players who are going to be coming into the league. Definitely. Speaking of great players, Kate Cunningham announced that he's entering the draft. Yes, sir. Kate Cunningham. I'm a big fan of him. Big, big fan. Yeah, I, I just wish I could have seen more in the, in the tournament, but, you know, we, we, we saw what happened. And, hey, but that doesn't take away from his talent. <clears throat> and while we're on the subject of college basketball, we have to end this podcast with some breaking news. I know you all have probably already seen it by now, but Roy Williams, the coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels, is finally retiring after 33 years. Wow. 900, what was it, 903 wins? 906 wins? Yes. 903. Wow. Nine final four appearances. Incredible career. Incredible coach. Incredible leader. Um, Great job. But he was a fake, yeah. He spent 33 years at North Carolina, but overall he was, it was 48 years. Who's going to take over in North Carolina? Do you get an alum, alumni or what? Man, I have no idea. No. Michael Jordan. You said Michael Jordan. No, I said hopefully not Michael Jordan. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know either, man, but you, you need a hire. Because everybody loved Roy Williams. And we've seen that just over the years, recruit-wise. Like, everybody wanted to play for Roy Williams. Just recently, Kobe White, you know, he's worked with Jordan, Jameson. He's worked with Vince Carter. He's worked with, you know what I mean? So, it's, oof. It's going to be crazy. Can you imagine next year, we got Mike Krzyzewski still and Jim Beheim, but we don't got, no, Roy Williams. Wow. 
Matt, maybe you should take over. <laughs> <laughs> Man, whoever they bring in, it's it's incredible legacy to step into. Um, it's gonna be good. It is gonna be good. We know that they won't make a decision right now because it's too early. But that is definitely gonna be a, a, a hot job out there. Hopefully, the man's in the hands of the right person and North Carolina can get back on track because I swear it was weird watching the tournament this year with no Kentucky, no Duke. I know North Carolina made it, but they got knocked. No, did they even make it? I don't even remember if they made it or not. I believe they did, but yeah, they did. it was weird. Because when you think of college basketball, you think of Syracuse, Duke, North Kentucky, Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, can yeah, can yeah, exactly. So it was it was just a weird season all around. So props to Roy Williams, man. He he's had a hell of a career. He's produced some some amazing talent. And life after basketball starts now for him. I'm sure he'll probably still be around the game. I can see him at the game still hanging out. But just to have that weight off of him is amazing. Yep, yep. We will see what happens with North Carolina Tar Heels. Definitely, as well as uh, March Madness or the Final Four. Can't call it March Madness no more, but the Final Four. And, of course, some NBA moves. And Riley will be back with us next week. And, yeah, man. It's, Matt, I'm glad you're back, man. It's uh, It's been a pleasure today. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be back. <laughs> I bet it does, man. I bet it does. Come out to your UCLA Bruins this weekend. I'll be watching. And um, either going to be celebrating or not. You know, you can celebrate either way because it's been a great season for y'all. Yep, yep. We will see what happens on Saturday. I'm excited. Yeah. At this time, y'all got any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us at fullcourtpress.com. 82.com or head over to the website tssaw.com or come in the Facebook group and chop it up with us SSAW. Matt, again, thank you, man. And on behalf of Full Court Press, we are out. Mm-hmm.